Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Guests on the show receive gift cards to Japan, uh, Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton, South Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. To our Heartland Ford text line in Fort Saskatchewan, Heartland Ford, not your small town dealership with a huge new state-of-the-art facility experience the difference of heartland for bob this text comes in why don't we hear anything about scott housen okay if we believe Lowe has no ties kevin Lowe has no ties to the hockey side as argued by bob nicholson he hasn't said anything about mctavish and housen Lowe brought mctavish back as a pro scout after he horribly misjudged talent as gm for columbus and was fired from Pro Scout, he was promoted to Senior VP of Hockey Operations. All right. Again, I can't change how people think out there, but what I will tell you is Scott Housen and Craig McTavish have been in hockey operations and in the entirety under the direction of Peter Shirelli. Housen was the Senior VP of Hockey Ops when Craig McTavish was the general manager. When Peter Shirelli came aboard, there were significant changes to the Oilers organization. Head amateur scout, head pro scout, that'd be Stu McGregor and Morigare, fired June the 20th. Uh, Housen's role was uh, delineated differently from that point forward, but they are both, both Craig McTavish and Scott Housen, are in uh, hockey operations. Mac T has basically been running the Bakersfield farm team the last couple of years, involved in uh, scouting uh, the NCAA as well as European players and signing those guys. Housen has moved into a development side where he goes and deals with the players not in uh, Bakersfield. That's been their primary roles. They are definitely in hockey operations. Kevin Lowe, again, believe what you want to believe, uh, but for those of us that are around that office, Kevin Lowe has been mostly on the, virtually entirely on the business side for the last two or three seasons. That's as good as, there's no hiding the fact that McTavish and Housen, it's right in the order's Rolodex in terms of job titles. Okay, let's uh, do this. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Bakersfield Condors are on the ice right now. We pre-taped this conversation uh, with Jay Woodcroft, and I opened up by asking him uh, whether or not, uh, you know, he wished his team had kept on playing, given the fact that they'd won eight straight games down in the American Hockey League. Well, I think uh, anytime your team is humming along, um, you want to keep on keeping on, but uh, I actually think the break came at a good time for us in that uh, we had a couple bumps and bruises, and... uh, it allows us a chance to evaluate where our team is at, evaluate areas of our game that we can improve. It allows us to get some practice time in. And the one thing about uh, an all-star break is that everybody's on it at the same time. So 
How we come out of it is up to us. Um, was real proud of our team effort during the month of January, but pretty soon um, the calendar flips and we're, we're entering a new month and uh, new challenges. To what do you credit the success over this uh, three-week run where you went 8-0? I credit it to the work ethic, determination, attention to detail, and uh, culture of our players down here. I think uh, they've been very impressive right from the the start of the season. Uh, we've, we've progressively gotten better each month. I thought uh, we struggled a little bit um, after Christmas. And when I say we struggled, I, I don't think we struggled uh, with how we were playing the game. It was moments within games that we were struggling with. We had a hard time finding wins for a two-week period, but the players stuck with it. They managed their energy levels, um, and it was really nice to see their hard work pay off. That said, like I said, uh, tomorrow the calendar flips. Uh, we know that there's new challenges ahead, and we got to continue to get better on a daily basis. One of the question marks uh, for the hockey team, I, I think, especially given the fact that you know, Al Montoya has been out as long as he has been uh, with a, sort of an upper body challenge, I guess, um, was in goal. Suffice to say, Shane Sturette has been a, a little bit, has he been a little bit of a surprise? I mean, he's 12-3-3. He's got a 2.43 goals against average and a 9.14 save percentage. And uh, you guys tested him a bit in Tucson going into the break. Yeah, Shane uh, was a big, big reason behind both those wins in Tucson. Um I really like being around Shane. I think he's a consummate teammate, a uh, real good pro. He works at his craft uh, on a daily basis with Sylvain Rodrigue. Uh, they have a really good relationship. I think his teammates uh, play for him um, and really work for him because of his popularity as a teammate. He's a big man. He's worked hard at his rebound control. And uh, what I like about him is that he gives us the chance to win every time he's in, in the net. Um, he's been a real positive storyline for us. I, you know, I think the other um, aspect of our goaltending that doesn't get mentioned enough is, is the fact that we've rotated some of our younger goaltenders uh, up from the East Coast League, uh, and they've played while they've been here, and they've given us good minutes. Uh, they also give us a chance to win. Right now it's uh, Stuart Skinner, who's up with us, and, and he's performed well and has a winning record. And before that, it was Dylan Wells, who came in and, and played admirably as well. Uh, I believe that uh, our goaltending within the organization is a source of strength, and uh, we're fortunate that they're playing hard for us down here. We're joined right now by Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers. Now, Jay, Ryan Spooner has uh, played a lot in the NHL over the last five years, was assigned just before uh, the NHL All-Star break uh, down to uh, Bakersfield. You got into a couple games. You also got Yamamoto back, who you've had earlier this year, and Caleb Jones. So no question you had a, a skill and talent upgrade. Uh, for Spooner, I mean, I don't know if this is an epiphany for him, but sometimes it's challenging for veteran players to go back down when they spend so much time in the NHL. So just a thought maybe on what you saw in those two games. Well, the the first thing I noticed was his attitude was excellent. Uh, he came down with a, a mindset of wanting to play a lot of minutes or wanting to improve and work on his game. He wanted to fit in 
to what we have going on down here. And uh, I was pleased with him over his two games. I thought uh, he he showed a commitment uh, both ways on the ice, not only on the offensive end, but he committed to, to working hard on the track and coming in and, and being detailed in the D zone. I think he's a uh, offensive force at this level. He scored an NHL-level goal um, on our Saturday game, which ended up being the winning goal. Um, it was a it was an excellent breakout where he created separation, got away from his defender, and and put it past a pretty good goaltender from distance. Uh, it was impressive. But what I like about him uh, right off the bat, my immediate impression is that he wants to be part of what's going on. He wants to be a good teammate, and he was welcomed by this group. And uh, looking forward to getting some practice time with him and and getting to know him further. Jay, you get Caleb Jones back. How does he change the complexion of your defense? Well, Caleb's, a, as you saw up there, Bob, he's a real good puck mover. Uh, his legs are, are a huge asset for him and for us down here. Um, he has a confidence about him. And we're going to continue to hammer on details in his game, um, picking spots of when to join rushes, when to support rushes picking spot of uh, when to activate in the offensive zone and continuing to work on the defensive side of things, gap-wise and net play-wise. Um, but, you know, he had two assists in, in the game on Saturday. He's been a good player for us since he's returned. We're looking to continue to grow his game down here. Obviously, I mean, your defense... And maybe you can speak to the overall depth of it. You got a couple of veterans, Stanton and Keegan Lowe, um, and then you know you're you're bringing along Ethan Bear and Caleb, and then the the guy that maybe fans they're they're becoming Jay uh, intrigued about is William Lagason because they haven't seen him. They've seen Bear in the NHL. They've seen Jones in the NHL. And then the kind of the wild card in this is a guy that's uh, on an AHL contract right now. That's been quite productive for you is Logan Day. So your top six relative to the AHL is pretty good right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a source of strength for our team. And I think, um, you know, I've talked uh, in past conversations about our want to bring our goals against down and, and the team-wide commitment to do that. I think a big part of it is because we don't spend a lot of time in our D zone, and that's a credit to how uh, mobile our decor is, how quickly they move pucks, how we spend uh, less time in the D zone because they get it into our forward hands quickly. Um, I think that's a credit to all, uh, all of our D that have, that have helped contribute on the year. Uh, specifically, uh, you were talking about Lagason. Lagason is uh, solid, he's confident, um, he contributes offensively, yet doesn't play on the power play. But he finds a way to contribute by getting pucks on net and uh, getting it into the forward's hands. I think Logan has uh, been a real positive for this organization to, to find him out of Division Three and across college and for him to contribute the way he's contributed here. He's a real popular teammate and has um, some very nice offensive instincts. He's worked on on his defensive game and learning how to defend at this level. He's done a good job with Dave Manson doing that. And I think a guy whose who's game has really taken a step over the last little while 
has been Ethan Bear. Uh, he's moved pucks efficiently. He's defending at a real good clip. Uh, he's found offense in his game, which I think is great. Um, you know, and, and as you mentioned, the two guys that kind of anchor us back there, the veteran presence of Stanton and Keegan Lowe, um, these two are warriors. They're saying all the right things. They play big minutes. They shut down the other team's best players. They're a huge factor in the success we have. All right. You have a veteran line headed up by uh, a guy that we saw last year with the Oilers, Brad Malone, who's played you know a fair amount of games in the National Hockey League. Uh, and then uh, Patrick Russell's plus 18 right now, and some people don't like plus minus as a stat, but to me, that does reveal a little. And then obviously Joseph Gambardella. So just a, a thought on having that core line that you can count on to play against any line in the league at any time. Well, I think one of the the narratives out of, out of Bakersfield this year has been the success of our young players. What doesn't get mentioned a lot or enough, I don't think, is the fact that this line of uh, Gambardella, Malone, and, and Russell, they take on heavy heavy minutes against top players, and that allows our younger forwards to go do their thing, and the younger forwards have done a great job doing that. They've earned every second of ice time they get, but this line of Malone, Gambardella, and Russell they are a momentum line for our team. They're the tone setters for our group, the work ethic catalyst that really commit to getting pucks in the offensive zone, to hanging on to them, to spending their shift uh, in the other team's end and wearing out defenses and wearing out other teams' top players. They're competitive. They're, uh, as I said, momentum-type players that have been huge on the leadership side of things for us. Can't say enough about that group. All right, uh, Jay, you got winners of eight straight. Uh, Iowa, which had last couple of years had certainly not been a great American Hockey League team. They're having a good year this year. I think you have them in this weekend, don't you? Yeah, we, have, we play Iowa on Friday. And then uh, we go uh, to Ontario to take on L.A.'s farm team in Ontario. Iowa, as you mentioned, is, has been a real good team uh, this season. They, uh, two of our most competitive games early in November uh, were against this team and their building, and uh, we have a ton of respect for them and what they can do. It'll be a huge challenge for us. Jay, as always, thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. Take care. That's Jay Woodcroft. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, winners of eight straight. And, uh, you know, you sit there and look at their lineup. Cooper Marodi at center, right shot. Cameron Hebig, who's plateaued a bit here. Tyler Benson on the left side. A couple prospect defensemen down there. Jones, Bear, Lagason, all uh, could be joined by Samarukov, Dmitry Samarukov out of Guelph. I expect John Marino out of Harvard, who's had a down year statistically offensively because he's not on a power play, but I know the Oilers like him. I expect uh, those guys all uh, to be in Bakersfield next year. And then up front, Kirill Maximoff, 30-goal scorer already in the OHL. Ryan McLeod scored again last night for... Uh, where did he get traded to? Saginaw. And uh, and then Ostap Safin. I've got, I don't know what to tell you about Safin because he's been hurt, but he'll be playing in the Memorial Cup. So there's going to be lots of prospects uh, down in Bakersfield over the next couple of years. That doesn't even mention Bouchard and Person. Uh, Joel Person, uh, we had Mike Zanier on the show yesterday on a one-way deal next year at a million bucks, but who knows? Maybe Bouchard and Person are on the orders. I mean, 
if you're moving, if you're, you're in a transition game, these guys can transition the pucks. Maybe they're in Edmonton next year. We shall wait and see. 150 in Edmonton. When we come back in Oilers now, we'll get to this day in Oilers history, wrap up the show. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Did I hear that uh, ad right for Miracle Massage? Couples Massage? Wow. Okay. There you go. This is Oilers Now. Bob Starfer with you. Uh, this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Brendan Escott, what do you got rolling for us? Yo, we've been Gretzky heavy lately, so we're going to stick with that theme on this day, Bob, in 1982, five days after turning 21 years old. Edmonton's Wayne Gretzky scores his 13th career hat trick. 13 career hat-tricks by 21 years old. He added two assists, and that began a 14-game assist streak. The Oilers won 7-4 over the visiting Philadelphia Flyers. There you go. All that Wayne from the Edmonton operation, he wasn't any good back in the day. We'll probably have Topher ripping us out of Red Deer for talking about, you know, Gretzky on this day in Oilers history, you know, because I don't know what team he was a fan of back then. You know, maybe the Colorado Rockies or something. Of course, they weren't in the league at that stage. Hey, Bob, what about trading Adam Larson for maybe Taylor Hall from Hannah, Alberta? You know, that's uh, that's pretty original thought there. Never heard that one before. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, what do you think about these trade ideas? Benning, Cassian, and Petrovich for Kasperi Kapanen. That is not happening. Let's just establish that. Toronto's not doing that deal. Spooner in a fifth for Sam Gagne. Spooner for Gagne makes sense. Uh, I don't know if I'd give up a fifth. Uh, and I think Van, you'd have to even out the money. Uh, Lucic, Talbot, and Polyarvi for Furland and Hamilton. Don't see that happening. But keep the trade ideas coming. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, all right. That wraps it up for today's uh, show. Uh, Inside Sports Night with Reed Wilkins. It's a fluid show. It's from 6-8. Reed's actually back in the saddle. He, too, got it. So Jack got 10 days off. Reed got a week off. I love it. I love it. Even when you're giving it to me on uh, the text line. I love it, man. I love being here. It's what I wanted to do. Would have blocked slap shots in the nude just to get the opportunity. It's a visual that I want to leave you with today. Uh, Brendan Escott is hosting orders now. Tomorrow I'll be on the bird to Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Montreal, Saturday, Sunday matinees. And then we're flying back during the Super Bowl for the second time in three years. Brendan will have Elliot Friedman on the show for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Sportsnet Eric Engel out of Montreal and the Montreal Canadiens. Bill Meltzer from FlyersNHL.com uh, and Flyers Radio 24-7. And Saskatoon Blade, Kirby Dock. The Oil Kings are in uh, Saskatoon and PA this weekend. Kirby Dock's going to go top five in the NHL draft. He'll be on tomorrow's show. So jam-packed edition of Oilers Now tomorrow with Brendan Escott. Up next, the news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chet.